What are you doing? Hey, Doc. It's me, Tony. Come on, Soprano's nephew. You belong to this club? Ah, uh, me? No, 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 no. I came here to see you. Well, if it's about your uncle, you'll have to call my office. Well, you might need a new secretary. I don't think you're getting all your messages for you. Titanium. I use one. They're ten yards to my drives. Thanks, but I really can't accept it. For everything you've done for my uncle. Anyway, what am I going to do with it? I already got one, and Mr. Williams here, he don't play. Right? Stupid the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could use a little extra distance. Who couldn't? You know, my uncle, he's not doing so well. He's got a bad reaction to that chemo. That happens all the time. There's nothing that I, I can really do. You know, there are worse things that can happen to a person than cancer. My uncle thinks he's going to die. He's convinced of it. Now, you know how old people are with their superstitions. He thinks it's because he went against you. I was a surgeon, that's all. You gotta be on your act. Show that man the respect he deserves. Answer his phone calls. Cheryl, make sure Mr. Soprano is scheduled for two... Just remember it. It's the mezzanine sleepover. What's up, everybody? That is a great intro. Classic. You know, when I'm out of ideas, I just go to Sopranos. You can always go to Sopranos. Uh, you know, what, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Uh, episode 94, I am one of your pals, your super duper meza pals. Slip with five eyes or slip. I am at megamix.com. And uh, yeah, you couldn't, you couldn't pick a better... Uh, uh, song either to introduce a, a podcast about uh, music from 2003 so well done yeah now um i'm going to uh i wanted to talk a little bit about a few things in that intro actually which is funny because <laughs> if we're a throwaway intro number one furio is such a great character before they turn him into a pussy yeah, he was great you know he's all <laughs> stupid the fucking game <laughs> <laughs> or uh, the, even better, he's all, you got the B on your hat. He all fucking smacks Max the dude's him. head and fucking smacks the hat off. Uh, oh, so, obviously, uh, Sopranos, if you haven't watched it, spoiler alert, it's great. Yeah, great show. Uh, number two, that, that Toto <laughs> song, which is fucking fantastic, called uh, I'll Supply the Love. Yep. It's a great song, but the chorus is kind of funny to me because they say, you supply the night, baby, I'll supply the love. Yep. So, which I interpret as, if you're available, you'll get some cock. <laughs> Essentially. Like, that's pretty much what they're saying, right? You, you, you give me a date, you give me your time, and I'll give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's all, so it's all, you know, Toto, so many epic love songs. And that one, though, <laughs> fucking so dirty. That's I raunchy. It's all, hey, baby, I'll supply the love. Ah, uh, good old uh, medicine sleepover. Uh, Planos clip followed by Toto. I love it. Yeah, in a, in a show again, as you said, about two thousand and three. Uh, yeah, what do we care? Yeah. So, like, uh, when do we do, when do we ever care about being topical? I I did an intro once that was a fucking ad for old Dutch chips. 
Jesus. So, um, last week I teased when we uh, when we talked about Ghost Rider, and of course, uh, not only tons and tons of feedback, people. So, like, Ghost Rider has received the mezzanine bump. I, I hear that it might be coming back as an HBO kids show uh, because of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I got a lot. I got. I started getting orders because um, uh, people people wanted uh, custom buttons made. That were Rally M9S. <laughs> they could wear around. And lanyards with pens on them. And uh, also, like, I hear that in this new series of Ghost Rider, you know, the fucking kids from the original series will play the parents, and there'll be a new set of kids. Amazing. What a unique and original idea that would be. That's fucking buys right there. But, of course, it's all Ghost Rider 2000, even though it's 2017. <laughs> I- <laughs> Actually, there was a follow-up show on Ghost Rider, hey? There was fucking the new Ghost Rider Mysteries. Yep. Uh, Did you know, by the way, we should have mentioned this last week, uh, but we will, you know, a little Ghost Rider follow-up. Apparently, Ghost Rider was a ghost of a runaway slave during the American Civil War. Right on. They said he taught other slaves how to read and write and was killed by slave catchers and their dogs. That's fucking heavy as shit. Yeah, his soul Holy was smokes. his soul was kept in a book that Jamal first discovered in the pilot episode. So there you go, Ghost Rider. Perfect. What a trip. Perfect. Uh, I love it. So, anyways, uh, that was a Ghost Rider episode, but also so you you said you have a rant, and I also, I also have a little you have a you have a thought, and I'd like to uh, I'd like to have a thought as well. So you go first. All right. So I said I was going to talk about JFK, and people were like, "Fuck yes. that! That's fucking topical too." Like what? what can I wait another week for for this? <laughs> I I've had some people who are like, "Can you tell me what you talk what you tell what you're going to talk about?" And I said, "Fucking no way!" I haven't even you told you yet. That's how epic it is. I know. I I like. I don't know. I'm waiting just to, with bated breath. So I'm going to spoil the fuck out of a TV show that I know that I know you're never going to watch. So and okay. listeners, the show is fucking eleven twenty three sixty three. No, I I was interested in watching that. Oh, do you want me to ruin it for you? Oh, fuck. No, go ahead. Are you sure? I don't give a shit. I, you know what? Maybe like five years before I see it. Go ahead. Okay. So you're not going to like... This is Abrams and, and Stephen King, right? Yeah, and James Franco stars in it, right? Nice. Well, okay. I'm not going to... I'm not. Uh, I was going to talk about the fucking show too, but I'm not going to because... I. If what I, is the spoiler? Is if, the spoiler that, that JFK gets fucking murdered? If, if I tell you what the spoiler is, you, you very much likely won't want to watch it. No, no, go ahead. And that's... I, don't, I don't want to step all over it. No, no. Okay, because I was I was actually my bigger point was about JFK, but um... I don't care. I want to hear it. All right. I, I I lay down for I lay down for the for the show. Okay. The show is key for me. I, if we can get a, if we can if we can pop a crowd on this show, let's go for it. All right. So it's an eight episode miniseries. Yeah. The premise is that James Franco is uh, a patron at this diner, and he's befriended the guy who owns the diner. And yep. he's getting a divorce, and uh, in like the, he has this uh, like five minute meeting with his soon to be ex wife, where he signs the papers, and the owner of the diner disappears. And okay. then he shows up five minutes later, and the dude who was all like in good shape and healthy is all of a sudden all sick. Okay, and, and he's like, "What's happened?" And the guy's like, "Well, he tells him this story where he's like, there's a wormhole in the back of the diner, and it sends me back to 1960." Oh Jesus! And when I go back there, when I go back there, there's you know time passes normally, but when I come back to the present time, only two minutes have passed. So he's like, on this last, on this last time I went back, I, I'm I want to save JFK. So I went back and 
Uh, I made it for two years, but I, I, I'm getting, I have cancer. So okay. he comes back and he's like, you have to go back and do this. Like you have nice. to go finish my work. So that's the, that's kind of the, the plot. And um, for reasons, maybe I wasn't paying enough attention, but to me, I'm like, for unexplained reasons, James Franco's just like cool. And I'm going to get into something about this. That's my main rant shortly. Okay. But anyways, the next eight episodes pass and, you know, there's elements of Supernatural because it's J.J. Abrams and he goes back in time. There's lots of squinting because it's James Franco. And he, <laughs> he goes back in time and the story's convoluted and he meets a fucking woman and he falls in love with her. And uh, right. again, time passes. And if you go back through the wormhole, you have to start all over again. So you have to stay for like the three years uh, until okay. he gets killed. So he right. goes back. And of course, he fucking... Uh, you know, he, he fucking changes history in a lot of ways. And eventually, nice. he fucking uh, saves JFK. All right. He fucking, he saves him. So then nice. he, he goes back to uh, 2016. Yep. And the world's all bombed out. Nice. <laughs> and he meets up with a guy who he knew, you know, who, who he knows from, uh, from like his earlier, like, you know, the other timeline. And, right. it's, and it's and it's all dude, right? and it's all vague. Like the story is all. Oh, and by the way, another important point is that when he goes back into the past, the original time, the woman he falls in love with dies. <laughs> okay. So so he goes back to the the future, and everything's fucked up. And there's all these like hints. They don't really get into exactly what happened. They just the guy references things, so you can kind of like, you know, put a story together for yourself. Well, it's JJ Abrams. But he's like, <laughs> but then he's like, you know. Fuck, I fucked it all up. I have to go back and stop the assassination. This is, by the way, a half an hour into episode eight of eight. <laughs> so he's all, I have to go back to the fucking past and stop it. So he all goes back and, and makes sure the assassination happens. So I'm yes. sitting there and I'm going, so I watched all this for nothing? Well, essentially, right? <laughs> I'm like, the whole thing is about nothing then? Well, really, it, it, the, the, that... That's absolutely true. And and so the other, I mean, the other thing that happens that I guess they want to make the more important storyline is when he goes back to the past, he runs into this woman again, but instead of getting into it with her, he let he kind of, you know, sets her off without him so that she has a good life. So, uh, then, yes. so then when he goes back to the future, he finds out that this woman is still, you know, in her 80s and uh, being honored for something <laughs> and he meets up with her and he finds out she's had a good life uh -huh. and... Yeah. Isn't that nice? So I'm like, okay. So it's kind of like Lost, where all this cool shit could have happened, but in the end, you just fucking... <laughs> well, they're happy where they are. So I guess I gotta be happy <laughs> exactly. about that. Yeah. They all... Everybody was happy in what happened. Yeah. yeah okay, thanks. So by the Good. way... Alright, so anyways, if I didn't say it enough for you personally, everyone else that's listened, if, if you listened to this and you're mad I spoiled it, I kind of warned you. Uh, of course you did. No, I'm, 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 I was, I was fine. I, that, that, that was, uh, now that, despite, that uh, I probably will still take a gander. I like historical stuff. Now, despite me, yeah, despite me, me, uh, saying this, I don't regret watching it and I would, I would recommend it. I'm just saying well, in the end, so, so, yeah, in the end, you went seven and a half episodes to do something. And then, and then he's like, I got to undo this. And then he just does it. Now, my, yeah. now my real rant, Where've... my real rant. Okay. Vince Russo wrote the fucking script. <laughs> so it's 2017. JFK has yeah. been dead for uh, 54 years. In fact, yeah. uh, I think they said he would have turned uh, 100 this year. Yeah. If I was presented today with an opportunity to go back to 1960 or to any point, maybe if it's like you can go back to 63 or you can go back to any point in time. 
Yeah. Right. But if it was like we need, you know, someone was saying to me, you know what, you really need to go back and stop that JFK assassination. My first thought would be, why? No. <laughs> like, yeah. No. Like, you know what? I, I kind of know what's happened since, and uh, it's not perfect, but I'm going to take this. I'm going to take this path. <laughs> over, yeah, this over, isn't such a bad present. Yeah, over what could have been. Had, had died in the way he, that he did. I agree, 100%. So that was my big thing with the show. It's like James Franco has to go back and do this, and I'm like, why would you do that? Like, what is it about the world? Like, it's not like they were like, oh, well, he had a dad, and because of the way history went, his father died, or someone he loved died because of this, or there's something exactly. in his life that is a certain way because... And it started with this uh, JFK assassination. He's just like... Or you could stop, like, the Holocaust. Yeah. like and, Let's say. And, and there's a conversation I, that he has with a class where he's like, if you can go back in time, what would you do? And some kids are like, I'd kill Hitler. And I'm like, I could understand that. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but for JFK, it's all speculative about what the world would have been if he'd stayed alive. JFK, who, by the way, wasn't really, like, that accomplished a president. <laughs> no. He was three Not years really. in. He was three years in. He fucked up stuff with Cuba. Then he saw. Well, he helped to solve the Cuban Missile Crisis, and that's kind of it. Yep. And it's just like, well, he would have. So many great things were to come, and it's well, like he set he set the stage for Vietnam. So I mean, you know. Yeah, he was he was in it. So uh, anyways, yep. so that that was my thought about JFK is is a. Why you you could go maybe watch that show if you want to, but B, why would anyone go back and change that? Well, that, he was a handsome dude. Let's give him that. Oh yeah, it, it's all so many fucking prostitutes. Why would you deny the world the movie JFK though? That's the other thing. <laughs> Such a great fucking flick. It's yeah, and and uh, and a lesser known but not too bad a flick. The last I remember it, what was it? Thirteen days. Thirteen days was great. Yeah. So I'll take that as well. My favorite scene where uh, John F. Kennedy and Bobby Kennedy are looking out the White House uh, window, like out of the Oval, Oval Office, and all I could yep. think was two dead dudes. Yep. <laughs> like, it's too fucking bad. Poor dudes. Yeah, it is too bad. Absolutely. Uh, so anyways, that's my uh, topical rant. What what have you got? Well, I this I got to say, so uh, last week I... Uh, two weeks ago, I guess, on Twitter, I was all like fucking... You know, like Apple can't even deliver a, 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 a sim the, the, the basis of, of a service. So I have iTunes Match, 30 bucks a year, no big deal. Got my music in the cloud. It's the way I like it. Um, there's there. I'm not interested in streaming because um, just because I don't have unlimited data on my phone. That's that's the only reason why. Yeah. And if I did, I'd be I'd be on, on streaming 100%. But I, I I like to have a little bit of ownership. I'm a little bit. Uh, how would you say a little anal about my music library? Oh, are you? I have all my all my custom playlists, and I I like to have my play my music on my computer. Interesting. So, I could have you know I, I'm not. I could have I'm never. Not. I never could have told that you're anal about music from your fucking cyber blog about music. Oh yes, my cyber weblog is. You can see at, at megamix.com megamix.com.wordpress.com <laughs> the, the most complicated like fucking cheap to buy a, a domain name but even worse the most complicated address because the megamix.com is all the words everybody <laughs> don't put in a dot it's megamixdotcom yep. at of course our dot word real dot wordpress real dot com that's true at least not poops mckenzie anymore so <laughs> So anyway, so I, so, you know, I was, I vented a little bit and I'm not, I'm not usually one to lash out at products on Twitter and I had no intention of it being like a thing, 
where I wanted them to respond back to me. I was just kind of, you know, I was kind of, I was cutting a promo on them. Uh huh. And, uh, and so they replied back and they're like, oh, how can we help on DM? And I was like, oh, great. So the dude fucking calls me on a, on a Wednesday. I, I'm like, did, okay, give me a call. Did he go into your DM and, DM and start off ASL? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Creeping in my DM. That's an old school uh, internet joke, everybody. That really is. That's awesome. Now we met up on IRC. <laughs> so, so that, so anyway, so so I get this, I get this phone call from Apple support. And, uh, you know, they they call me. I'm at work. My problem is at work, I can't connect to the library, to my iCloud music library. It just it won't connect. And it, I can't connect on my phone, which I don't use much. But sometimes I might, if I'm not at home, I don't want to plug in my phone. I, you know, I'll, I'll sync via the cloud. You know, I'll download a playlist or whatever. And so the guy's there and he's no fucking help. Like, I'm like, I'm essentially, I'm like, I can't connect to my library. And he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. He goes through a few things, but really no help at all. He's like, well, can we, can, you know, your home computer, I'd like to, you know, like uh, talk to you when you're home. I'm like, fine, give me a call on Sunday, 2 o'clock. I'll be around. So, of course, by the end of the week, I'm I'm kind of done. Like, I'm like, I'm done with this. Like, I don't have the patience to even wait five days yep. or four days. I'm like, I just don't have patience for this. I'm already thinking of alternatives. And so... They, the guy that calls me at like 4.30 on Sunday. I'm doing something else. I was at hockey. I was I was on the ice. So I'm like, <laughs> fuck this. I'm done. So I have I have now, uh, even though I'm paid up till December, I've canceled my iTunes match. Because it's fucking terrible. It's shit. You know, and it was great for years. Because I, I didn't have to, you know, I could have all my music just available at work. I could just listen to it anytime I wanted. Listen to all my playlists. I'm fucking done. I'm a free agent. I'm even thinking about, about looking at other... Uh, other ways of organizing my library. I'd still use iTunes to download music if I needed it. Yeah. But I already use other sources. So for purchasing music. So I'm, 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 I, you know, it's been what now? Uh, 13 years of, uh, of iTunes. Uh, woof. There, the, 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 that, that, uh, that thread is becoming very thin. Oof. So yeah, fucking, it's uh, getting there. fucking, uh, you know, if uh, ghostwriter and Steve jobs are hanging out and <laughs> listening to this, you better send a yes. mess. Better send a message to the execs there that fucking Megamix not happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not happy. My thirty bucks a year is it's in peril. And you know, and you know, you know, my conspiracy theorist in me is like, they want me on the Apple Music paying nine bucks a month. <laughs> like they don't want my thirty bucks a year to host my my sixteen thousand songs in their cloud. <laughs> they want me on fucking streaming. Of course they do. Darren fucking Teed. Well, I'm uh. I'm. I've been doing both. I never did streaming before, but I did uh, the Spotify thing a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I. I don't know if you know this, because uh, Spotify is ten bucks a month, but it's also fifteen dollars for a family plan. Uh, oh, yeah. I. I actually have. Uh, uh, I live with my family of six people. Ah uh, uh, yes. We also just happen to work together at the same place. Nice. And so uh, yeah, so it's pretty nice for us to uh, each pay fifteen dollars and get six months of uh, Spotify in our family. That uh, we actually have and live together. That's awesome. At my address, so uh, so that's not too bad, and it's a great service. And uh, yeah. I re- I would recommend. Look at us shilling f- free shills for big corporations, but uh, there it's good. But I'm never going to give up my fucking music that I own. Like if I no. if I go to Spotify, and again, it's you know it's the legal way of streaming, and 
artists are paid poorly for what's on there, but they do get compensated poorly for what's yeah. there. But if I like something on there, I still get it for myself. Like I couldn't. Yeah, I like to buy. I like to buy music so that I, you know, like I, I like to know that they're getting a certain cut. But I, I don't mind streaming. I'm not against it. I'm just kind of like, I'd, I'd be paying this money just to listen to my library at work. I surely can find something else. Yeah. But we'll we'll I'll keep everybody here updated about what the uh, what the Mega Mixmeister's up to. Yeah, and in my in my in my music uh, adventure. You know, you're going to um, get you know like when when Hulk Hogan would get laid out by like Earthquake or uh, King Kong Bundy and yeah. the fans would send letters to him like, you know, yes. are you okay Hulk? Get well soon Hulk. Yeah. You're going to be getting the same ones from our listeners where it's like Mega Mix, like how are you holding up? We're push uh, we're pulling for you. The kids will fucking write little drawings of you with like with like an iPod, like throwing it into a garbage can and being like, "There you go," like excellent. We're with you. Know you. What? Hey, we can we can change the world here on the sleepover, <laughs> if, as evidenced by our by the the amount of people that vote on our tournament polls. So, which by the way, did we did we wrap up the tournament? <laughs> no, we didn't. I don't think last we did. week either. So, um, so for for two for no because. We've done we've done four shows since the tournament. Yes, this is and, the fourth show we've and, done since the tournament. And haven't even referenced it, not even in passing until right now. And actually, I believe it's been five shows since the tournament. <laughs> so five shows since the tournament. Um, me a winner again. <laughs> Three out of four for for the Mega Mix Man. The winning song was uh, "Money Money." Ugh, disgusting. Uh, as we said during the tournament, Twitter is going to get this wrong, and they fucking did. Uh, we did. Well, have... I mean, okay, but hang on a second. Didn't Moni Moni? Didn't Moni Moni get to the finals via a virtual coin toss? Yes, I did a virtual coin toss. I actually flipped the coin at my desk. Yeah, I got to. The, it, I I had two songs in the in the semifinals against <laughs> each other. They're both mine, and so I flipped a coin, and instead, Bust a Move lost out. I believe Bust a Move would have won that too. It's fucking Winnipeg. <sighs> That's the problem. Is it's fucking Winnipeg Twitter. And they are fucking notoriously stupid. <laughs> so well, let's see our songs now. Uh, so our the winner of the initial tournament, just any songs that we picked was uh, fucking uh, Living Colors, uh, Cult of Personality, because tremendous song, totally a great story behind that. Yeah, our, our crowning moment on the sleepover. Because One the, of the living, greatest things the ever. Living Color Twitter account uh, actually retweeted two of the polls for all their fans, and so they and won. It went crazy. Yeah. Uh, so there's that one. Uh, no bumps in listenership because of that, though, by the way. Living Color Fuck does not give you a bump. No, no. Uh, then we did the 80s song tournament. Pour Some Sugar on Me by Def Leppard. So I'll take that. Yeah. Then we did the Winnipeg Jets goal song tournament. Oh, wait. No, no five, we did five, five tournaments. That's right. So, yeah. So then, the Jets goal song tournament, I did not win. Yes. Uh, the Jets goal song tournament was one. No, yes. Or no, I did. Uh, Danger Zone. By Kenny Loggins, yeah, a terrible selection. We had so many better selections in that tournament too. Uh, then we had the tournament to crown the worst song. That's right. And that That's was right. one by what was it? Never a hard, an easy time to say goodbye, or never some... a right time to say goodbye by Brett the Hitman Hart. That was great. <laughs> yes, and now this one is our uh, Manitoba Social Songs tournament, won by Moni Moni. Yeah, and it's it's you know what? Hey, listen. Um, uh, Winnipeggers are terrible. They like terrible music. Yeah, it makes sense that that song won. It's terrible. And, uh, you know, I, I guess it's appropriate. I mean, obviously, Billie Jean is a way better song. And, uh, and it's a, a, a classic. And Moni Moni is absolute 
garbage. We should fucking uh, we should change the little chant where it's all you know, say money money. Uh, hey motherfucker, listen to the sleepover, have fun. <laughs> there it is. There you go. You you know what we didn't mention last week? <laughs> yes. I wanted to give a. I wanted to give last week. Uh, we we talked about Ghostwriter, and I I made a mental note where I was like, I had to give you a shout out for a for a tw- a twet. Uh, that you did that day. Yes. That was that was great. And uh, I wanted to say your response to some uh, Jets royalty on uh, finishing a lyric from I Think We're Alone Now was tremendous. Yeah, I, and I was very disappointed because I got five likes for that. I thought that was great too. That was one of your best tweets you've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I, I would, and I saw some of the other people's responses that were fucking nothing compared to that. Yep. That was, that was great. Uh, go on to uh, Slipe's timeline at, at Slip with Five Eyes. Go look back to last Sunday, the 11th. I think June. it was. I think it was actually the 10th because I did it late on the 11th. Oh, it was late. It was late at night. Yeah, anyway, yeah. it was tremendous. Uh, or just do a search like for like Chip or Thompson, and you'll <laughs> uh, and you'll find it because it's fantastic. So good work. Thanks, bra. Uh, so should we get into the very topical discussion for today? Yes, we should. Uh, this was my choice. Uh, yes, it was. And as usual, when again, when I'm not being creative, not only do I make the Sopranos in our intro, but I'm like, ah, let's do music and uh, let's pick a year. Let's do 2003. Excellent. I was uh, psyched. So I picked 2003, and let's talk about what was happening in those days for us. All right. About on. us, because everyone wants to know, like, Slipman, what was what going on doing? with you in 20, 20, 2003? 2003. Uh, yep. So I picked 2003, 2003, because A, I knew that a lot of good music came out that year, and fuck, I uh, I forgot how much until I looked yep. at my list. Uh, number two, that was the year where I moved from Winnipeg to Ottawa. And so that, was, so that was kind of the big event was, uh, you know, got a nice job and moved from Winnipeg to Ottawa in uh, March of 2003. And uh, yep. that's that's really the, the main reason why I picked that year. Uh, we haven't done it before. And uh, fuck it, that's it. 2003, you know, I was uh, kind of still getting over 9-11. <laughs> you still are. <laughs> I mean, who, who is over 9-11? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, if I, if, if I could go through a wormhole. Yes. And change time. <laughs> actually, actually, you know what? I probably, if I could stop nine eleven, I would. I shouldn't joke about that. No, absolutely. <laughs> Real, really, realistically, if I could stop nine eleven, I would. So, uh, but uh, so you know what? I yeah, take that back. I mean, that might be something where the world might be different today. Yeah. Well, and plus, yeah. you know, a lot of people like JFK. It's like I want to save. Yeah, like the idea of saving like one a couple, dude's life, two yeah, dudes' life, yeah, two, two dudes people lives. from dying. Like that's that's obviously like a big deal. But like. 4,000 people fucking died in that, and a, a city was kind of destroyed, and a, you know, and another city was not destroyed as much, but we, we forget yeah. that. We forget that planes crash in other places. Um, and, and, and a culture of a nation very close to ours completely changed. Yeah. We feel the ramifications to yeah. this fucking day. Yeah, so, so you know what? Uh, I would stop 9-11, but anyways. There you go. Anyway, uh, I was getting over 9-11 still. I'd, uh, I'd been, uh, I got laid off from the CBC in 2002, was still I was unemployed for about six months, and uh, was still kind of at the tail end of that. I got a job at a multimedia software company that year, and uh, you know just uh, saw saw Pearl Jam that year for the second time in my life. It was pretty good. Uh, what the fuck else? I you know I don't know. Two thousand three. It was it was fun times. But of course you left to Ottawa. 
I got to go on the old trip down there with you. It was pretty good. Yep. What saw some WrestleMania at the scratch. Heard Can't some, go wrong. Heard some cat book stories, so that was good. Of course, yeah. Reading stories about 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 rascally cats, yep. which now today I would probably be more into. <laughs> Back then I wasn't, but now I'd be like, ah, ha, ha, those uh, rascals. We uh we got fucking snowed in in. Uh, Fucking uh, what? What should we call it in uh, Ontario? Terrace Bay. Terrace Bay. Uh, we stayed. Or as in, we called it Terrence Bay. <laughs> we stayed in one hotel overnight, and then tried. Uh, you know, drove for five minutes in the snow. We're like, "Fuck this! We got to turn back," and had to check into another hotel, which was uh, <laughs> a hotel slash Essel gas station slash store slash bar. That's right. Yes, and, and we spent the day playing crib. That was awesome. So much crib, and uh, and going down and buying juice in the store for. For uh, nefarious reasons, which for we naughty panties, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, 2003. Uh, also, one last thing I would uh, probably need to point out is it is the final year that of the, in the existence of the Whoop Ass Wrestling Federation. So, ah, R.I.P. Yeah. in peace. 14 years ago. Yes. Uh, so uh, we're gonna do the usual. We've each got 15 songs. We will play them. We will identify crossover. We will talk over them and. Yeah. Uh, and that will be that. And uh, uh, you're, uh, yeah, so let's talk about your. Uh, you, you know, you, we usually like to uh, discuss before we get it right into it, just kind of the uh, the process. So for you, the process in picking your songs today. Uh, I slid a bunch of songs that had 2003 on them that I liked into a into a folder. <laughs> then I went into the folder and saw that I had 21 songs, and I got rid of six of them. That was my process. I, I uh, excellent. I got rid of. I was like, you know. <sighs> You know, it happens on this show, and really, I'm going to blame me, because it's way more me than you, but uh, I tend to repeat artists. <laughs> did Genesis release an album in 2000? They did not. Okay, well, then we're good. <laughs> so, there are uh, certainly some artists. But someone else did. Jesus. <laughs> there, there, there are some artists on my list which are repeats, but I actually dumped uh, off a couple of artists who I played before. So I didn't exclusively go with newer artists or, or probably all who I've played before, but not, you know, not as much as others. But uh, that was kind of my process in, in getting rid of some songs. So I'm down to 15 and I'm happy. This was a fucking great year and this was uh, easy to come up with uh, songs. This is one of the easier ones. I was able to mine a lot of different uh, artists that I hadn't played before. Um, so I'm excited to talk about a few of them. Got a few little stories. It's a couple of good ones. Um, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I got I got a couple of uh, usual standbys, but uh, I got some uh, some underneath stuff, which is good. And uh, 2003 is interesting because you know I kind of, I guess musically I started to find a little. It was just getting easier to find more uh, like different music that I hadn't really been listening to previously. Just it was just getting easier to connect up with. Uh, you know, um, lesser known artists, you could, you could find their stuff, uh, and, and, and free downloads and, you know, kind of the, the pre kind of band camp phase where you could find people posting stuff on MySpace and all sorts of stuff. So I found some other, some good stuff there. And, uh, I think it was a good, uh, a good year. So I'm excited to, to play some of these tracks as well. Uh, I also have to say like, there is no variety in terms of the genre for my music. Uh, every song on my list is rock. <laughs> Excellent. Everyone. And of course, I'm like full on listening to fucking uh, stuff from uh, the UK at this point. So there's a lot of that here. Yes. Too. A whole uh, I got, fucking yeah, bunch. I, yeah, mine's pretty rock heavy, but I got a couple tracks. 
a couple tracks that go veer off the beaten path. So that'll be good. All right. Is it me starting or you? Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. Here's me starting with uh, some fun stuffs. Amazing. Uh, so Electric let's Six. Let's start a nuclear war. I love how they're just like, I want to take you to a gay bar, and then it's, let's start a nuclear war. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so Electric Six from their album Fire, and uh, really, I've listened to enough of it to tell you it's the only album of theirs worth picking up. Oh, gee, they have so many fucking albums, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can also tell you, uh, mark your calendars for next March, because they'll be playing a show in Winnipeg, almost for certain. Uh, All you dance punkers out there. Yeah, uh, but anyways, um, I just it's a uh, it's just a good rock song. It's fucking saucy. Uh, How did you uh, discover them? I was at a bar called Zaphods, which is now closed. R.I.P. in peace. Oh, so sad. R.I.P. in peace. R.I.P. in peace is Zaphods. But I was at Zaphods and they fucking played it, and I was like, "This is a great fucking song. I want to hear more of this." And then, you know, heard the fucking fire at the Taco Bell song, and I was hooked. <laughs> so, so I, I, you know, I ask you that, but I mean, the real question is, how many times have you seen Electric Six live? One time. <laughs> ah, ah, you have. That's awesome. The first, the first fucking March that they came to Winnipeg, I went to the Royal Albert and saw them. <laughs> and you know what? They were pretty fucking good. Uh, they sold T-shirts with the old Detroit Tigers logo, but it said Electric Six. Nice on it. And uh, then they came back. That I was like, wow, that's good. I've seen them. I don't have to see them again. And they have since come to Winnipeg every March. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, crank it up so we can hear a little bit more, and then we'll move on. I should also note that I went to a karaoke night. Uh, this was when I was still in Winnipeg with uh, some old colleagues from work, and I decided to perform Gay Bar. And I actually think some people were offended. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, there was an odd reaction around the room, and I was like, you know this isn't, like, an insulting song, right? Like, like, like people can go to a gay it's a normal thing yeah so anyways uh, anyway all right your song oh, okay i guess uh yeah okay I, i'm just going chronological so you can just play my first one so we got some distillers going on all right Song called Beat Your Heart Out. I got Coral Fang late in 2003, but god damn it. That was some good ass shit. This I was re- one of my favorite albums of that year. I never really got uh, into them, but I know you fucking love them. I loved one album. I, I didn't really get into anything else. I think I might have seen them at some point, but I don't remember. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't have quite that memory. Also, I said I was going to go chronologically. <laughs> By the way, everything's from 2003, but I meant numerically, <laughs> so I apologize. <laughs> This is but from, I would recommend this is from January twentieth, two thousand and three. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say that uh, a definite recommendation, Coral Fang, great album. There you go, the Distillers. Thank you for that. Yeah, well they should. You know, they get the bump on the sleepover. <laughs> They're like, we have ninety three more fans now. That's interesting. Yeah, how'd that happen? <laughs> I must, oh, it's that mezzanine bump. Of course, people know when those ninety three listeners uh, flood. Over to a band that we tell yep. them about uh, because they're all fucking drones that listen to us. 
Of course. I How it goes. Uh, all right, uh, number two. Here we go. So the Eels. Listen to that morose sounding motherfucker right there. Fucking released a fantastic album called Shoot Nanny. Yep. Uh, we have played uh, Saturday Morning, and I, uh, you know, that would be obviously the track that I would play. But I've played it before. Yep. So uh, I decided to go with Numbered Days, which is the last uh, track on the album. But this whole album is fucking great. It's gold. Uh, but yes, this is this is a little more, uh, you know, a little more laid back than some of the other stuff. But. Uh, Good times. Well, I mean, you used to sit there. You, you'd be listening. Uh, you'd listen to your BBC radio at night. This would have fit right in nicely with some of that listening. They play, and I'd Even be like, I, I, I doubt they played the Eels. Uh, no, they did not. Uh, they have. There's some good piano in this too. I'm going to scrub to it. Ah, yes. Nice. Um. Yeah. I. I was. I was I had eel stuff up to this point, but I was wouldn't have called myself a big fan. And then uh, I got this album, and it's my favorite one. And I was like, these guys fucking rule. Well, this guy rules. Yes. And then uh, to 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 steal your thunder before you ask, yes, I did see them in concert. Of course you did. They came through Ottawa, and it was great. So, uh, what year would that have been around? Well, it would have been right around this time in that three years that you were it there. It was it was in two thousand and three, I think. Yeah. Nice. So perfect. So there you uh, go. That's what we're talking about. So perfect timing. That's right. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> All right. Some eels. Now, um, for my next song, we're going to take it into uh, into uh, out of good music into bad music. But I still enjoy this song. But uh, here we go. So we got some Alien Ant Farm. I was going to say, is this is this a band called Bad Sense Field? <laughs> um, Alien Ant Farm is uh, pretty terrible. But uh, for some reason, I had this. Uh, no, actually, I liked this song because it was in the uh, in the official soundtrack, I believe, of Madden 2004. All right. Which I had on PC and fucking played the shit out of. And uh, I, these days would start playing. And uh, that was when I remember I used to, I probably might have told this story before, but my, my whole Madden 2004 experience, A, Michael Vick was crazy. All so good. Well, he, yeah, he is crazy. Well, he is crazy. How many dogs <laughs> How many dogs did he kill in your season? <laughs> Oof. But um, uh, I, I, I would always uh, set up a, uh, uh, my own, my own uh, franchise. I'd move a team to, uh, I picked Vancouver because I liked mountains in the background of the stadium. And why would I, you, I why would now? Why wouldn't you move a team to Winnipeg, where we have a beautiful new stadium that's falling apart already? <laughs> Fuck off! I love how Saskatchewan Stadium is better. Oh, it's so it nice. Will always be better. Will always be better than IGF. Yeah. And people will be so mad. And there was a whole thing last week on Twitter about about the jerseys of the of the uh, Saskatchewan Roughriders. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with green? I know. 
I don't get it. And the logo is an S with a football field. By the way, like, line those jerseys up against the original Manitoba Moose jerseys in those colors and just be like, what's worse? Oh, God, I know. I know. Listen, I'd, I'd line those colors up against fucking Jets colors any day because Jets colors are fucking boring. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, Alien Ad Farm. So, yeah, anyway, I, I had this uh, this franchise, and I had them in Vancouver, and it was exciting. But my quarterback was the best ever, Marquez Tuiasasopo. <laughs> he was so fucking awesome. Anyway, uh, Alien Ant Farm. All These right. days. We talked for a long time, so people got to listen to a lot of that song, so you're welcome, listeners. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, here's the first of the bands that I play all the time on the show, but uh, they released an album. Here we go. That dude's fucking voice, though. Am I right? Yeah, fuck. So, so there's a fucking some crooning going on there. Uh, Jesus. Stereophonics, you stole my money, honey. Uh, I believe nice. the album is called "You Gotta Go There to Get Back" or "To Come Back." Yep. Um, right. Which is uh, their follow-up to my favorite album, "Performance and or not Performance and Cocktails." Just enough education Just to perform. perform, and it's a fine album. Um, it was it's kind of it. the last album before they started going into like a little bit more electric sounding stuff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, a track that I liked and it came out in 2003 and I was very excited to get my hands on it. And uh, this is one of my favorite songs on the album. So that's all I have to say about that shiz. Uh, we've asked it before. How many times have you seen them? I have seen them one, two, two times. Ooh. I know. Only two times. Only two times. And uh, good, 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 good shows. I assume they were both good shows. Yes, I'm trying to remember where I was the first time I saw them. The second time I saw them was in uh, Washington D.C. Nice. Uh, but the first time I was somewhere. I can't fucking remember, dude. Really, you were somewhere, dude. I do a lot of things. I do so many cool things. <laughs> I can't fucking remember all the fucking oh. cool things that I did. You know, I, a story totally like a, a total non sequitur story, not even from 2003. But I remember I, I tell this story to people at work about when I used to go to Fresno for work. Yeah. Um, and there was a colleague of mine who actually went a few weeks ago. So I was like, look, I went to Fresno once for a two week stretch. And after doing all the shopping and going to the ball game and going to like one of the, you know, like some, you know, any kind of you know, if the fair is on or like whatever activities they have yeah. going on, kind of ran out of stuff to do. So one Wednesday night to, uh, to entertain myself, I went to target and I bought an NFL sticker book and 20 packs of stickers. And I went back to the hotel and I put the stickers in the book. <laughs> so that's, awesome. that's, that's how the fucking slip man rolls. Uh, you know, yeah, you make fun whenever you can. People look at my Twitter feed and stuff and they're like, fuck, you always travel and do these things. And it's like, you don't know what goes in between those. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, but your Sunday nights are fucking amazing. Of so course they are. Go. No fucking shit, brother. All right, to you. Um, to me, uh, you you made a you made a a, a pithy comment at the start of my uh, at, right after I played my my last song. So here's a special treat for you at number, my number three. 
Yes. We got some sense field. Ah, the real sense field. <laughs> yep. Um, there's a band with two good albums. Yes, they That's do. That's about it. Yeah, I was trying to grab more than those two, thinking that the others would be good, and they're not. Nope. Uh, also, they're, these are good. They're serviceable. Like they're working albums. Like they're just they're just good. Uh, you can listen to them cover to cover, whatever you want to call it. They're not flashy. They're not great, but they're they're just good and solid. But there's not, literally nothing else about this group that I even am interested in at all. Well, I came home for uh, to play poker, well, and to visit my parents, <laughs> <laughs> and then to play and then play poker one weekend. And you were playing music, and you played this, and I was like, "This is good. What is it?" And you were like, "It's Sensefield." So I went back to uh, Ottawa. Now again, you could just grab this shit online, but I wanted a physical copy. Of course, it was fucking hard to find the CD. And then like. Yep. I finally got my hands on it, and then like five years later, it was like in dollar bins everywhere. <laughs> I can't remember the name of this album. This is—it's not their second album, but it's their second. It's really—is their second album of note? What's it? Burn not something? Something. Outside? I don't yeah. Know. Uh, uh, their first album is better. This is uh, "Feel What You Feel." Just for all you complete us who are who are following along with their ghostwriter lanyard and pen. Yes. <laughs> writing down all the titles of songs, not knowing that you can just go on our cyber blog. And see all our future tracks. With a lot easier a fucking title, which is <laughs> mezzaninesleepover.wordpress.com. Very easy. Yeah. But again, we are very cheap. We're not paying a goddamn cent for this show. The only thing I pay for this show is my bag of cheap hips before we start. <laughs> you fucking expense them to me at the end of the year. You, like, write <laughs> oh, them I bought, off. I bought, I bought uh, 50 bags of hips. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, for my next song, uh, I believe that this band, this may be the first time we've ever heard them on The Sleepover. So I'm very excited Excellent. about this. Okay. Fuck, long intro. Uh, this is a band called nice. Sensefield. <laughs> I would, you know what? I want to cackle, but I was like, am I wrong? Because you know sold it. <laughs> You're like, oh, I, was, I, was, I didn't think of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is a Sensefield. Fucking nice. So um, I heard about them one time I went home to play poker. No, wait, it was to visit my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, everything that we said about Sensefield before, but this is another song from the album, which I can confirm is called Living Outside. Nice. And uh, that's all we need to hear. Uh, I remember on Twitter once, I think uh, Wozni was talking about Sensefield. I was like, fuck, someone else knows about them. All right. That's three people. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, over to me, I guess. It is. Uh, yeah, here's uh, here's someone who's not been played on the sleepover before. <laughs> is it Sensefield? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's for reals this time. All right. You're a prisoner, can't escape. You're a decision that I never make Heard me laughing You heard me weeping more We got some Ben Harper 
Fuck. Nice. Doing that. When it's good. Um, off uh, his 2000 album, 2003 album that I don't remember the title because <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, usually I would have prepared this in advance, but I spent all my time watching Ghost Rider and getting excited for last week's show. Oh, shit. <laughs> we just revealed that we record these two in a row. Damn it. Anyway. But uh, yeah, Ben Harper. Didn't know much about Ben Harper. Uh, you get to got to college, and some people liked Ben Harper, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's this sounds all right." But I thoroughly enjoyed this album, and it was fucking rocking. And uh, yeah, Ben Harper. I don't have a lot to say. He, he can he can belt out indifference with Pearl Jam though, like it's nobody's business. Uh, I have seen Ben Harper. Oh, you have. I have. Have you seen Sensefield? I didn't ask you. I have not. Oh my god! They are still Jeez. around. They just released an album, and uh, shockingly, it's bad. And uh, <laughs> but if they tour, if they came through Toronto, I'd probably go check them out. Absolutely, no, no question. I'd be like, play off uh, tonight and forever. Yeah, please. Play way to the world. Oh yeah, fuck it. Nice. <laughs> all right. So that's Ben Harper for you. A, a definite uh, recommendation. Uh, all right. Here's my next one. Yes. Nice. Big forever. I know, right? I'm straight. All right, well, now that she's singing, I'll talk. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck off, Karen. Oh, we got to talk. Uh, this is fucking Maps off of Fever to Tell. A fucking fantastic fucking album. Classic. God, this band has turned to fucking nothing. Oh, yeah. It didn't take long either. They're like, oh, we're going to do that Zero song with some fucking uh, synths in it. And that was the end. Yep, it really was. Uh, but back in the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a fucking great band. And uh, again, Fever to Tell. Worth picking up for many fucking great rock tracks, but this is a more mellow track called Maps. Yes. Um, did they have any songs featured in Rock Band or anything? Was this song ever in this, that? This was, was in Rock Band, yes. That's what I thought, yes. Uh, but the real question. Twice. Twice? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there nice. Oh, they don't love you like I love you. That's so nice. All right, you. Uh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, about this song. I got a, I got a, a, a little story. So here we go. Number five. Yep. <clears throat> you can't go wrong with that. Uh huh. Amazing. Now, this is the gossip. Uh, I guess they became just gossip, and now I think their singer Beth Ditto is just on her own. But the gossip was amazing. Uh, I had this song. I don't know who got it. It was either me or Mustaf. Had this in like uh, on a sampler inside a magazine. And so we, we go to Falcon Lake for a camping trip. Is it a camping trip where you stayed at Falcon Lake? Uh, this might have been the one where we didn't stay at Falcon Lake. All right. I, I've told the story where we broke into some ex-girlfriend's cabin and stayed inside because uh, Mustaf hurt his back putting up the tent I believe <laughs> oh, fuck. and he was like sick as a dog no, I'm alright and uh, 
Yeah, we fucking rolled around listening to this shit. Fucking awesome. Uh, definite, um, a definite kind of garage rocky classic, and uh, I, I, it's called Fire Slash Sign by the Gossip. Check it out. 100% recommendation. Now, did you and Misophilini Urban Golf to this song? No, we didn't play any Urban Golf. All right. <laughs> urban Golf came out. We saw, I remember seeing some kind of video, uh, maybe in the early days of YouTube's, where they were playing Urban Golf, and so one night we went out with tennis balls. I believe it was tennis balls, because we didn't want to break anything. And we had old golf clubs, and we walked around fucking downtown uh, and St. Boniface. All, all, We'd be like, all right, you got to hit that dumpster. And then it's all like, tee it up. Well, not really tee it up, but I'll just take a big fucking cut. <laughs> We're all walking around like fucking morons. One of our, I mean, one of our things was this all, all right, so to get par in this hole, in, in, uh, in, in three shots, you have to hit Luriel's grave. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus. I thought you'd enjoy that one. Well. Ah, there you go. Uh, all right. Urban golf. M- uh, my next song. Got it. Uh, uh. I'm getting some good stereo from this. Yeah. Uh, so this is a Jet. Yep. Uh, track called Lazy Gun, which I don't think was ever a single, but here we go. Lazy gun up my you know, tucked in kind of in the back end of the album, I believe. Yep. But uh, I fucking, this album is great, and I fucking love this song. Yep. Um, but what happened? Huh? What the fuck happened? Um, I don't know. Then their next album was okay. Yeah, I guess so. And then, yeah, and then that was it. Like one, you know, they had they had it for one album that was fucking great. I don't know if they did anything before this, but this was the album, right? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, they were really really good. And uh, yeah, Lazy Gun is the track that I would recommend off of this album. The album, by the way, is called Get Born, and uh, you should check it out. And uh, nothing else by them. Uh, and did you check them out live? Twice. <laughs> uh, they really both, both as openers. They opened for the Vines. Oh Jesus! Who were shit, and I walked out of the concert. Excellent. Uh, after driving to Montreal, I was like, "Fuck this!" I got like, I listened to them for like you know six or seven tracks, and I was like, "I'm done. I'm going home." Yep. Uh, and then they opened a few years later for Oasis. Nice. So there you go, Jet. Uh, obviously, you're going to get big pop on, on the name of that band from all of your Winnipeg listeners. So, you know, Jet, you know, they kind of have a decent uh, debut, kind of, and then haven't done yeah. anything since. There you go. Hey-o. Yeah, and and uh, and their fans of the band are like, well, you know, I was there for their debut and that was exciting. And you just wait one day. They're going to be great again. That is my favorite thing. We didn't actually talk about that. The, the Jet, I love Jets fans who have, you know what, there's... The Jets fans have the confidence of fans of a much better team. I know. It's like it's like just wait and see. I you know okay uh, you know uh, uh, to to break kayfabe. We're taping this a week ago. Yes. Right after our Ghostwriter episode, and like recently, like as as of yesterday, so a week ago, people were on Twitter talking about who would sing the anthem at the Stanley Cup in Winnipeg. It's like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> Seriously? I love the when they make the Stanley Cup. It's like, hey, that's not easy for any team. I, I, it's it's harder in this market. Just because it's it's a it, it's it's going to be hard, and if they don't hire someone who can get the shit done and to take full advantage of, of all, everything they have available to them, it's never going to happen. By the way, uh, c- congrats again to the Penguins, who won the Stanley Cup while we were taping last week. Um, yeah. <laughs> AKA an hour ago. Yes. <laughs> um, but let's not forget that the Jets have all the momentum going into next October. Because if you recall, they won seven games, and when their season ended in April, uh, we're in June now, and they still have that momentum. So watch out. Well, you out. know why? You know why they have the momentum? They're all still standing on the ice, all ready to go for next year. <laughs> exactly. All keeping that momentum. They're all just they're all just waiting, and it's just building and building and building, and they're going to win every game next year and win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> all right, over to you. More two thousand and three. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, my no- oh, yeah, number six. Here we go. I've got a hunger twisting my stomach into knots that my tongue is tied off. My brain's some post emo some death cab for cutie for you. yes um man they got less annoying as years went on though i gotta say because uh like i like this song but this album uh i was just kind of like after a while you're like I, this is just grating on me this is the, the sound of settling it's a good track it's got a lot of bot buzz so you can't go wrong uh, <laughs> i'm a much bigger fan of the band now than i was back then but i this tune kind of stuck out to me from that year and i just thought i'd include it in there I like I've Death- never seen them. I like Death Cab, um, but uh, such a fucking hipster band. Like it was oh, all yeah. it was all the thing to love them. And then of course I believe uh, this is the same year that that Postal Service album came out, didn't it? Because I uh, yes. I cut that from my list. Ah uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Death Cab. My I mean for me they they have um, like their song Kath is amazing and it's you know but for me. I'm not like a massive fan. I just uh, and I don't I don't even seek out their stuff anymore. If if, if something comes across, I'm like, oh, that catches my ear. But really, it's uh, kind of a throwaway now. But they have one legitimate, fantastic track. This one's pretty good, though. This guy should have a song that comes out. It's just called "I'm So Sad." <laughs> Seriously, amazing. Um, nope. uh, by the way, I know uh, you don't ask me for your bands, but I have seen them live. <laughs> they, nice. And I'll I say this: not. they were very good. They were very good. So Excellent. there you go. Well, you know that's the kind of content we strive to get here on the sleepover. Ah, there's one a word content, con, con, concert reviews. Uh, I think this one's gonna get a pop. This next one, there's a All right. there's a good story for this one. All right. Yes. <laughs> Are you ready, brother? <laughs> I sure should am. I saw you standing in the corner. Come to me again in the cold, cold night. Fuck. So, uh, White Stripes. Yep. Um, we've already One played... of the best sing-along songs ever. Yeah, In the Cold, Cold Night, a uh, rare track where uh, Meg is doing the singing. Yes, uh, so <laughs> we saw them. Yes, uh, we in, did in Winnipeg. 
and uh, she came up and sang this and like it's a concert so it's obviously like loud but it's a quiet song and Meg White yep. is a very quiet individual yes uh, so she's kind of singing it meanwhile you and me uh, are in the audience and we're both there with uh, we're both there with significant others and yes we are being so obnoxious and yelling out when she gets to the night part yelling out night, night. <laughs> by the way what a couple of fucking assholes oh god but I, you know what I was feeling it that wasn't making fun of the song no it wasn't we were kind of we were kind of, we were kind of putting ourselves over a little bit but still you can't I can't deny singing along to all songs that have that sing along quality yes uh, so there it is. Why? Um, and I think I've told this story before, but of course, Elephant, a fucking like absolutely amazing album that I knew yep. about and heard, and for some reason decided I wasn't into until two years later. Well, you know, you, it's going to happen. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't get everything right. You can't, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't bat a thousand when it comes to picking good music. Even, even the Slipman uh, has a, has a few misses. There you go, there you go. Well, you might as well play my track number ten then, pal. Oh boy. Well, of course. You got some girl you have no faith in medicine. Yes. Here it is. Not yet. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Fucking fantastic. This song is so fucking sassy. And the best part is when he does the, when he pick scrapes the fucking headstock, where, where the, the headstock strings where it makes that little, that little tinkly sound. Yeah. Awesome. So good. And it's fantastic. And the words are great. And it's the, it's the total package. Like Lex Luger. So this album uh, is fantastic. And I didn't get into it until two years later. Did I tell it's that? It's called story Elephant. <laughs> I forget. Oh shit! We're uh, so fucking funny. Fuck! Uh, so good. I love rock hunters. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Kid Tetris just joined the podcast. Yep. Uh, all right. Here That's we... the best fucking joke to do. Here we go. And he, he, oh. Kid Tetris does it so fucking. He does it like such a fucking jerk too. Sometimes <laughs> he's all dismissive of a band. He's all ah, there's the Foo Fighters. <laughs> <We're> like, fuck. <laughs> All right. I, I fucking I fucking love blur or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, go on. Uh, Sam Roberts Yes uh, I guess eventually finally put out a full length album uh, Called We Were Born in a Flame Yes A great album And again this song never You know it was never a single or anything But it's uh, it's a fucking fantastic track Called Taj Mahal Yeah um, I don't have you know it's pretty standard Kind of like not slower but More mellowed out yeah. kind of tune now, for our listeners out there, this is not Sam Roberts, the uh, wrestling uh, podcaster. No, it is not. A radio personality. And this WWE is, personality now. That's right, he is. He's, Good for that dude, He's on eh? the pre-shows. Hey, yeah. He was all just a big fan, and now he's all fucking in the pre-shows. 
I have to be, though, um, 100% uh, clear, though. I listened to one of his podcasts, and I was like, okay, this is all right. But then he did something where he was preaching about how you should just enjoy wrestling as a fan and shouldn't care about anything else. And I was like, oh, this dude's got WWF stink on him already. Oh, I know. That's that's. I was fucking... just like, oh, I don't want to hear this. I, oh. I like hearing about the business side. Here's my favorite part about this song, by the way. That's a good portion of that song. I mark out to that. Fantastic. Uh, yes, good, good, good old Not Sam. Give him a follow on Twets. He's a lot more popular than we are. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I kind of uh, critiqued him, but really, like, what the fuck am I? What, what, who am I? Well, it's, it's, it's a dumb idea. Like, oh, just enjoy it as a fan. It's like, well, no, like, that's, that's how, part of the reason wrestling got popular is because people became, and if anything, it's like, aren't I more of a fan if I want to know all about it? And, 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 and it kind of reeked a little bit about, like, just enjoy it. Yeah. And it's like, there's not much enjoyable, dude. No, there's really like, not. Though I am it, looking it, forward it, to Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe. Oh, yes, of course. So. I mean, fuck it. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Um, so 2003, and we're going back to my, whatever, I mean, back to track seven, I think, but don't play it yet. Um, you, you think about 2003, and I, I had to throw in that something popular. Oh. And I, you know, I took a look at PIMP because I was like, ooh. But then I was like, I don't want to fucking hear that song because it sucks. Fucking, <laughs> uh, 50, 50 Cent. But uh, you can't talk 2003 without this track. Oh, fuck. You just legitimized the show, brother. Yes. Here we go. Yes. This is a fucking monster track. I don't care what anybody says. And by anybody, I mean most nobody, because this is a legit fucking pop classic. Yeah, basically. I don't think most people are out there going like, fuck you, this song is nothing. Oh, well, well, listen, well, let's be honest. There's people out there where it's like, to discredit anything popular, and it's like, you can't discredit some things, and I don't think you can discredit this song fucking rules. So anyway, Beyonce doing uh, Crazy in Love, featuring Jay-Z. So, uh, don't really know what I, I remember I had a uh, significant other at the time who uh, wore a lot of velour tracksuits. Juicy <laughs> Couture. And uh, I remember making a mix uh, for her car that played MP3s if you had a CD with MP3s on it. So you could load up 200 of them. And uh, I included this, and I uh, legitimately liked it. So uh, most of their stuff I did not legitimately like. Ah, so, well, that's good. good be so Beyonce, Beyonce, everybody, good music. <laughs> the sleepover. <laughs> Keep listening, please. Uh, all right. Another, okay, another band I play all the time, but they put it on an album, so fuck it. Here we go. <laughs> oh, big ass intro. Yep. Here we go. Uh, Travis. Of course. Uh, they are a band that I like, in case you didn't know. 
they released 12 Memories in 2003, an album, Tremendous that, album. An album that almost didn't uh, exist because uh, before this happened, their drummer fucking went and took a header into a swimming pool. That's right. Fucking cracked his neck, and they didn't know if they, they were like, if he doesn't make it back, we're not just going to get a new drummer. And uh, he recovered, and they made this album, and it's uh, a lot more serious and political than other ones, but still yep. has, you know, the sappy fucking Travis shiz, including this. Yeah, it's good How many stuff. hearts? A nice fucking, again, another, I think people would consider it to be a throwaway track, but I think it's fucking great, and uh, the best part is coming up right here. Beatles-esque part there. What a great fucking band. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, good stuff. All right. Travis. I love them so much they make me talk violently. I'm like, I'll fuck you up if you don't like Travis. Piece piece of shit. All right. Uh, I played my. I think I played this this group once before. Uh, You got some CanCon in. I'll follow. uh, I'll follow suit with number eight. So this is the best fucking song the new pornographers ever did. Uh huh. <laughs> the laws have changed, and it's so fucking good. Uh, check it out as soon as fucking possible. It's amazing. <laughs> you know, check it out as soon as possible. The song we're playing right now, and you're checking. Well, out. yeah, but no, I mean like for yourself. <laughs> oh, with, okay. Well, I guess if you enjoy listening to music where we're talking over top, then yes, then you, then you, then you, then you're good. Now, you're golden. If, you don't have to listen ever again. I'll tell you this, and I mean, I know you're not supposed to do this, but if you've downloaded this show. Uh, you can actually just take a cut of this right now. If you love us talking over it, then grab this song yes. with us talking and put it on your next fucking mix CD. Of course, yes. Yes. Put it on your next mixtape. You could put your boombox up to your speakers <laughs> and tape us, you know, like you do when you listen to the get to catch a song off the radio. Yes. With the, with the morning zoo guy talking over top. Because, uh, you know, you can only get this content on the Mezzanine Sleepwalk. Here's the new pornographers. I wish that I was an old pornographer. <laughs> On the mezzanine sleepover. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Good stuff, Dave Wheeler. Oh, fuck. No, then I'd say something like super racist or fucking... Anyways. Yeah, can dude. you believe that someone thought, like, hey, Dave Wheeler should help us save, sell windows? <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay, go on. Uh, more CanCon. Yes. is fucking Sloan. Nice. Off of their 2003 release, Action Packed. <laughs> Action Packed. Um, great. I think this is a 2003 release. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, is that 2003? I think it's 2002, dude. <laughs> I Not... think it's late. Oh, no, wait, no. Action Packed is 2003. Dude. Yes. No, you're good. You're good. Here we go. So long. 
because Pretty Together was in 2001. Uh, not too long ago, when I was listening to some Spotify shit, I was like, I'm going to listen to a Sloan album, and I decided to put this one on. And I just yep. listened to it cover to cover, and this one came on, and I'm like, I knew, I remembered the song, but I'm like, I think I fucking like that. And went over to my iTunes, yep. four stars. There you go. So Corroborated. There you go. Yeah, which is you why. Corroborated with, your, with yourself. Yes, I did. <laughs> That's the best. I better check to see if I like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gotta say, Sloan is a band that we play an awful lot on the show, and we don't really talk about it. It's like our dirty little secret. <laughs> it's all we laugh about Travis or Genesis or Matt Good or whatever the fuck. And it's like, we play Sloan so much. Hey, they're great. That's why, and they have fucking so much to choose from. Sloan is so fucking good. Good choice. Buddy. And they put out an album um, for a while. They're, it's like every year and a half. So it's like if we pick a year, they're likely to be there. It's just like, oh, there's, there's Sloan. There's Sloan. <laughs> Hanging out. Um, my number nine track. Uh, I'll credit uh, liking this group uh, all to you. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Fuck, these guys suck. <laughs> I was I was joking. <laughs> Tricked you. They were great here. I this was on my track and I cut it. Or my list and I cut it. So we almost yeah, had crossover. Of Kings of Leon doing California waiting. I believe that I uh, got this straight from you. Fucking great. I mean, I bought it. <laughs> that's right. Well, when I when I purchased a copy from you or for you. That's, that's right. Uh, fucking stellar too, too. Listen to this shit. But, but the, guy like, the guy doesn't like wrestling, so I hate them. Hey, man, and then these dudes went on a nice run of albums for a while. Yep. And then they turned into whatever they are now. <laughs> They're here in Winnipeg. Oh. Late. Late. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, they'll be here in fall, and we're thinking of going just because my wife likes them. They're worth seeing. Have you seen them before? Oh, I, I, think have, I, I think I would go. She went once before. Have you seen them in really concert? <laughs> yeah, so you have. How I many have. Times? Twice. Wait. Man, two three. times is like your magic number. Sorry, nope. Three. Ooh, doger. Yes. Woo. There you go. All right, what do you got? What have I got? I have uh, this. <laughs> Again, Hand claps. first thing I'm thinking is, have I played this on the sleepover before? I don't think I have. Uh, so Snow Patrol, Tiny Little Fractures. It's gonna Not this it. song, no, I don't think so. Okay, well, that's good. But... Uh, so, uh, I discovered the, them... The, the Snow Patrol. I discovered them as in, like, I, I found them out and made them famous. Of course. I, I, I heard this album and songs from this album for the first time in 2003. It's when this one came out. Of course, they had put out a couple of indie albums that no one knew before this, so this is really yes. their like major debut. Yep. Uh, and here we go. Uh, anyways, it's a great album. You should uh, pick it up. Final straw. And uh, yeah, I don't have a lot to say. I have seen them live, and you have as well. I have as well. One of the few kind of bands of that genre that use some heavy guitars. Yeah, and they are. Um, 
you know, they're 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 not soft. Obviously, there's a lot of guitar there, but live, they're a lot louder than you would expect. Oh yeah, absolutely. So tremendous uh, live. It's it, great. Good, yeah, good times. Yeah, if you can see them live, you should go. Uh, even even if I uh, like, I haven't listened to a lot of their stuff. You know, after the first couple of albums, but if they came here and they were playing a show, I'd fucking check it out. Of course you would, because that's what you do. I know, right? Bra. You go check. You go <laughs> check things out. You know what? You gather clues. I about bands. I'm like, where is the <laughs> band playing? What music will they be playing? Let me write this down. Let Let's find some clues. And then my fucking I fucking ghostly uh, spirit who haunts my apartment and watches me when I'm in my gatch <laughs> is like, hey, brother. Put on some pants and uh, let's go see uh, see a band. Because you can read the the Eve's Martin on the fucking band. Fuck, I've watch. been I've been listening to a, a lot of hoags lately because I'm all saying brother so much today. What's <laughs> up, brother? So much hoags. All right. I've been watching these uh, oh. Monday Night Raw, these Monday Night War ones. Oh, they're pretty good. I uh, I I'm still loving the reviews of them because they're so fucking great. Apparently, I like. The last uh, Nitro that uh, Brian and Vinny reviewed where <laughs> all the NWO was drunk, like legitimately the whole show. Just so fucking drunk. <laughs> so anyways. That that era was fucking amazing. It's all fucking Nash comes out and is all right back at you, HBK. So good. <laughs> so fucking good. Uh, anyway, uh, number 11 on my list. Here we go. <laughs> Always with the long intros with you. I know. <laughs> so now that Ted Leo's singing, I'll talk over. It. Yes. <laughs> uh, Ted Leo and the pharmacist with uh, the most ridiculous song title ever. Tell Belguri, Belguri is dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what? I go look up what it means. I don't even care. Uh, that little fucking sassy little organ run at the start though is amazing. And uh, the little guitar shit is fucking great too. So, uh, second time we played this uh, chap on the on the sleepover. Yes. Uh, last time was uh, I challenged you in the in the wild card music challenge. Yes, uh, and I played some goodness. I remember. There did. There's a lot of fucking goodness there. What a great fucking band. Uh, have you seen them? Have you have? I have. Yes. No way. They played at the West End Cultural Center. Nice. And I saw that show, and it was fucking good. Of course it was. Yep. Uh, Moving all, on. All my idea to go to that show. Anyways. <laughs> oh! Band, oh. A, ba- a band that I uh, that I have played plenty of times on this show, and of course, I have to play them. I I was like, I play this all the time, but fuck it. I have to. I have to. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I'll talk about it and then I'll turn it up for the fucking chorus. Okay, of course. So this title of this song, under most circumstances, is so fucking stupid. Yep. <laughs> it's called Love on the Rocks with No Ice <laughs> by The Darkness off of Permission to Land. A fucking like cover to cover fantastic album. Great debut. Yep. Uh, of course, you're all out there probably familiar with the darkness, but uh, Justin Hawkins, up to 
up to like the first Hot Leg album, a fucking genius when it came to writing this shit. Absolutely. And uh, could fucking sing in falsetto. And so when I saw them in concert. Of course you did. Uh, in fact, I've seen them twice. They finish with this song all the time. Yep. And the dude in concert sounds exactly like he sounds on the album when he sings this chorus. And by the way, after a full concert of songs. Yes, so uh, here's what he sounds like. Excellent. Ah, skip! Fucking amazing. So good. Uh, so there you That's go. A great fucking song. The darkness. If you don't have permission to land, you're a piece of shit. And so <laughs> there, you go. there you go. One way ticket is also quite good. Yes, it is. Um, though uh, there's a song, one way ticket. Well, sorry, the album is one way ticket to hell and back. The the song one way ticket. There's a song where I've essentially like, I've put in iTunes to start it like at a minute and 10 seconds or whatever because I'm just done with the intro. You don't want to hear like, him setting get, up lines of coke and sniffing them? Yeah, just get to the fucking song. Uh, also, a great song off that album is fucking Bald where oh, it's know. it's all about how he's glad someone else is bald and not him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or dinner lady arms with big fat arms. <laughs> um, another band. So, you know, I gave you Sensefield and you gave me Kings of Leon in the Darkness so I think... I yep. think I win that exchange. <laughs> okay, so for my number number 12 on my list here, um, uh, I mean, you know, we'll get to the to the various incarnations, various bands that uh, this person has spawned. <laughs> the, the, the vocals are fucking terrible, but here's, uh, here's, here's uh, number 12. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Used to be a time. So this is uh, Billy Corgan's. Uh, I don't know if it's a side project. At the time, it was probably his new band, Swan. And honestly, you know what? From what the output of Billy Corgan after this, uh, should have just stuck with this band because this was a pretty decent album. And this is a song called "Endless Summer," and it's just it's poppy and good. But the, when he went back and like did more Smashing pumpkin stuff, it sucked. So this is kind of the R.I.P. and peace to Billy Corgan as a songwriter. So that's, I have nothing more to say. But, he got uh, a band, by the way. I do have more to say. He got a band together. Get this. So Smashing Pumpkins are, are done. You know, I guess so. So they, they, they were, uh, they, they kind of had a last ditch effort with uh, Machina, the Machines of God. And uh, they had Milsa After Mars, their bassist, and blah, blah, blah. And then they broke up. And he starts Swan, and get this, it's him doing everything. And his touring band is a couple of no-name dudes and a Chack bassist. So that's uh, that's par for the course. Uh, of course, Billy Corgan uh, briefly tried to become the owner of TNA Wrestling. Yeah, I got to question that dude. <laughs> Such a bad investment. And he, and he was in the right, wasn't he? But it's like, dude, what were you... What did you think you were getting yourself into? Like, I, I love wrestling. And if I was rich and it was like you could run a wrestling company, that'd be so much fun. TNA is not what I would invest in. Well, what you should do is you could be a big money mark 
and start a podcast with famous wrestlers. <laughs> like the dude who teams up with Bruce Pritchard and Ric Flair. <laughs> and he all has his own custom-made belt that he holds in pictures. It's like, dude, you fucking Mark. Oh, all right. It's terrible. Uh, Go on. Uh, here we go. We got three songs left. We're an hour and 20 minutes in. Here we go. Oh, this is fucking slow moving, too. Uh, it's elbow, rib cage. Go pick it up. Next. <laughs> How many times have you seen elbow? <laughs> One time. And I am seeing them in November. Can I can I just say that and, and I, I you know you could do this for many bands, but what a boring fucking name for a band. Oh, we hey, were elbow. We talked about this with bad band names. Oh, did we did? Did we talk about elbow? Yes, we did. Okay, that was a, like a wild card kind of thing. Yeah. You, oh, you put elbow. I thought you put Turing breaks. Oh, maybe I said I, but I mentioned that elbow I could have gone with. Yeah, what a dumb fucking name. But anyway, okay, I got a nice long intro at my number 13, I, so here we go. By the way, I love Elbow. <laughs> I want to move on, but I have to say, I love Elbow. I think that they're great. They're not a announce a show and sell tickets 10 months in advance. Great, but they did. No. All right, go. They did. <laughs> I like Elbows as well. My Elbow is very good. Ah. It helps me do things. Anyway, go on. I remember number 13. Nice and long intro. Fuck, it's a chess master. <laughs> oh, fuck! That's, that's part is, that pops such a good fucking joke to the one person in the whole world who understands. And like, even the other dudes in Whoopass wouldn't have gotten that. They'd be like, what's he laughing at? <laughs> so into it. Except for, except for Elio Gratton, who'd be like, <laughs> chess master. <laughs> all right, inside jokes aside. <laughs> you fucking stepped all over the intro. That's all right. Uh, Cat Power. Song called He War. Check it out. That, that's it. It's here we go. Tremendous. You were here. All right. I don't know. Come All right. Two, on. two songs left. Here we go. It's the fucking penis beat. <laughs> He's all the drummer for Metric. <laughs> all right. So this is Metric with Dead Disco. Um, an album. I was, uh, I was dating somebody at the time. Uh, somebody from Edmonton. And we went on a road trip, and she played this album, and the first time I heard it, I all made fun of it. It's all such a good album. <laughs> this and Mars Volta, I was like, eh, both so good. Uh, anyways, this is uh, Metric with Dead Disco, everybody. Here. All right, next. Nice song. Nice track. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so this song here that I'm going to – I'll do a little intro here. And it's got a little bit of a long intro, but it's 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 worth it. But this song could have made the um, the terrible lyrics, and uh, you'll see why as we let it go through. Here we go, number fourteen. Fucking Billy Joel. <laughs> Here we go. Chessmaster. Woo! <laughs> 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 it's all upbeat chessmaster music. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. This one's the chorus, okay? This could have been 69's music. It's all teasing people with Chessmaster. 
and then it's all saucy and bad. Now, now that line is great. Golden calculator. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty fucking bad. That's outcast roses. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just checking the lyrics on, on Genius here. Hang on a second. Uh, I just want to check the, the chorus here. Come on, fucking load. Oh, the roses really smell like boo boo oo. But I think it's I it's got to be poo, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway, there you go. Uh, speaker box, Love Below. Great Outcast album. Of course. Despite the lyrics. Um, Despite of... Uh, the poop lyrics. <laughs> uh, my last band, and you mentioned them for having a terrible name. Go ahead and start it, and I'll, I'll follow you. Another thing I don't need in songs is hearing the band talk in studio at the start. Especially when you're trying to do a fucking podcast about the two, Oh, fuck me. Uh, this is Turin Breaks. Uh, I've talked about them. Of course it they, is. they have a band name. Bad. They have a band name. <laughs> yes, they do. Uh, by the way, I still think I won that one with Ticket Diarrhea Planets. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a terrible fucking name. Uh, that was. It was a terrible band name by a good band. So. Yes. Uh, so they have an album called The Ether Song, and it's great, and you should pick it up, and I will end it there and let you play the last song for our show. Ah, the last song. We're going to do a real down note here, though it's a really great song. Uh, I'm not even going to intro it. Just my number 15, if you can believe it. Stone Roses. <laughs> do, 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 do. No? All right. We got some My Morning Jacket ended off. One Big Holiday. A fucking monster song. Uh, it's worth listening to. Uh, just... Uh, listening to us talk over it and then to hear it at the end of the show so just listen through to the end and listen to the rest of it it's fantastic that's uh 2003 in music folks yeah i and... think i think we captured it didn't we oh yeah especially we didn't play that good i well i i had that and i was like i can't uh by the way uh, just a special honorable mention uh, avalanche came out in 2003 and it was fucking amazing uh, just if you didn't know we are matt good fans on this show Yes, and it was, you know what, it was unfair to even put it in there, because that's such a good album. Yes. Uh, I am your pal at Slip with Five Eyes or Slip. I was a little bit, by the way, and I'm at Megamix.com, I was a little bit disappointed that you didn't put the Coldplay Live album on there. So. I, <laughs> by the way, uh, my real name isn't at Slip. That's not when I was born. My parents were like, that's at Slip sitting there. <laughs> uh, that would be my handle on Twitter.com. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, go to Twitter and follow the show at Mezzanine Sleepover and go to uh, Mixcloud and look up Mezzanine Sleepover because we're the only one there. That's where you can listen to the show because after uh, the last six episodes that we've done, there's nothing else out there for you to catch on <laughs> through podcasting because that would yeah, cost us no money. <laughs> and we don't have any money to spend on this shit. Um, I... I, we don't know what we're going to be talking about next, so it's going to be a, a sexy surprise. Yeah, hit us up and tell us what you want us to do, and yeah, we will. And we if will... you want to join us, uh, we're more than happy to have you, but you have to uh, put up with all this crazy crap. So, 
you know, I wouldn't advise, advise against it. We have a few, we have a few uh, that, that that come on, and, and they're tremendous. But I don't know how they put up with it. <laughs> but good for them. All right, my morning yeah. jacket to close it out. All right, have see a good you week. Woo!